Welcome to the Finding Your Shine podcast, hosted by best friends Nina Boyce and Liz Garster. Enjoy a dose of Monday motivation each week as we interview people lighting up the communities of health and wellness, spirituality, and personal growth. Wherever you are in your journey to health, happiness, and self-love, our real and authentic conversations with guests will keep you inspired and empowered. And keep you laughing too. Thanks for listening. We're honored to join you in finding your shine. And we're live. Just a quick introduction about Finding Your Shine podcast. Um, This is my co-host, Liz. She used to live in Columbus, um, but she recently moved to Cuyahoga Falls area, which is about two hours north. I'm from the Akron Canton area, so we're all kind of familiar. But yeah, so I am Nina, like I mentioned earlier, and I'm a holistic health coach. And a couple years ago, I came to Liz. We were all hanging out. Our husbands are friends, and we're drinking some wine. And I said, I want to start a podcast (laughs) because I was talking about— At the time, I was teaching full-time. I was a choir director for seven years. And I had recently gotten into holistic health. And I talked about it 100% of the time to anybody that would listen. And I told Liz, wouldn't it be great if we had an outlet where I could talk about these things and interview people? And she said yes. Yes. (laughs) That would be great. We should do that. Yeah. So we were the Wine and Shine podcast, and we recently just rebranded. We still drink wine all the time. Yeah, we clearly. All the time. Yeah, we just rebranded to Finding Your Shine, um, but we've been doing the podcast thing for almost two years now, mm-hmm. right? Two years in October. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, Ooh. almost. Yeah, and happy birthday, Sam. It's her actual birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, okay. we've had almost, Caroline has to come on because I think everyone else has, has been, been on the on podcast. The show, so. yeah. She's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, she'll, be, she'll be on soon. But I'm on. I'm on. You're on now. Yeah. Live. <laughs> um, because this is a live recording, um, just we're going to tell our people who are listening from afar right now, maybe in the car or at home, we are at Hopewell, which is a co-working space in Columbus. And right now we are joined with about 50 amazing women for the Women's Empowerment Night that is being hosted by myself and the Beauty Boost and Finding Your Shine. So before we get started, Liz, let's introduce these people up here. Yeah. So we're just going to go through and like point so you know who everyone is. Yeah. Um, also, if the people for the audience that is in the car, wherever they are listening, if you could just say hello or something so we can identify some voices. I'm sure it'll be hard for them anyway, but we'll just like give a little blurb about all of you and roll so, into questions. Yeah. So we'll start with Caroline. There's Caroline. So mm-hmm. Caroline Franco um, is a Columbus native passionate about travel, food, wellness, and exploring all the other possibilities life's offering in the moment. She uses Instagram to share her truest self day to day in hopes to help her in hopes to help both her and others find all of what it is that will create a fulfilling life. Not the best bio. I was like in between classes this morning when I saw that email. So I just wrote, but we'll get more into my yeah. bio later. You are currently a senior at I, Ohio State. Yes, just started my senior year at OSU. So it's victory lap. Hopefully we can get through it. And yeah, yeah. you have a lot of cool things to share with us. Okay. Next, we have Amy White, who is the owner of Active, point. Yeah, the, uh, Active Body Creative Mind, which is a hub for all of her collective outlets. 
Yes, collective outlets. She's a personal trainer and Pilates instructor at her family business, Peak Human Performance, as well as a photographer, a fitness model, and most, most importantly, a brand new mama. Yay. How old is Zella? Four months. Four months, like very brand new mama. And she's super adorable. <laughs> so I'm next to Ashley Rector, who is an attorney, small business, and passion coach, and the founder of the female empowerment platform, Harness Magazine, which you can find on the back table. Got freebies, um, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's some freebies back there. And if we run out, I have more in the car. So let me know. <laughs> um, Harness Magazine publishes the articles, artwork, and poetry from women around the world and was founded by Ashley two years ago. Snag a free copy on your way out. I got ahead of myself. So I'm <laughs> the bio, right? And three of us are in the magazine. Yeah. Yeah, so Rachel is in it and Julie Wino and myself. Um, okay, so next on our list is Sam Oliver, the birthday girl. And Sam is a food and lifestyle blogger who recently moved to Columbus. Sam began with a mission to give others a taste of what goes on in her mind and goes on her plate. Um, and last but not least, we have Julie Wino on the end down there. She is a body positive, intuitive eating, health coach, yoga teacher, and indoor cycling instructor here in Columbus. Her mission is to empower women who have struggled with eating, exercise, and body image to love their bodies and live their best lives with without another restrictive diet. When she's not coaching, down-dogging, or cycling, you can catch her snuggling mm -hmm. her massive, infamous Bernie's Mountain Dog. You should definitely follow him on Instagram. How yeah. many followers? Maple the Bear. How many followers does Maple have on Instagram? Almost 10,000. Yeah. Let's get him <laughs> <laughs> 10K. Um, <laughs> hanging at local breweries and spiralizing her favorite fruits and veggies, veggies sweet potato pasta. Is her specialty. My specialty. Yeah. Mm. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't either, actually. I feel like I need to. I have had the sweet potato pasta, but it, I don't spiralize myself because I'm lazy. It's the one that's at uh, Whole Foods. Yeah, absolutely. They have like zucchini, sweet potato, Whole Foods, fresh thyme, anyone. You're not lazy, you're efficient. Um, yeah, exactly. Positive. That's still. the way. You pick to, and choose yes. where you want to spend your time. You're right. right. I do. And it's not with spiralizing. Yeah. <laughs> it's really easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Like as a health coach, I probably should have my own spiralizer, but you know, whatever. Goals. Yeah, okay. So we know. are going to just ask some <laughs> questions fair. and you guys feel free to chime in if one speaks to you. A couple of them we did address to certain people. Um, but other than that, just, yeah, talk into the mic. So the first uh, question we have for you guys is, in the past, what sort of things stood in the way of you feeling empowered? And what uh, tends to creep in now? And how do you handle it? So all of you have moved on to quite a few things in your life at this point, like owning businesses, running social media accounts, um, influencing lots of people. How did you get to that place where you felt empowered to do those things? I think like right now in time is the most amazing time in history because you literally can do whatever you want to do. You can make money however you want to make it. So you really just have to find like sit down, figure out what you like to do, where your passions are, and mm -hmm. then just do them and the money will come. <clears throat> so mm -hmm. that was always a big thing for me. Like I worked a corporate job for five years, made my skin crawl every single day. I was clawing at the walls. Yeah. And like when I just decided to get out of there, like everything just started happening and rolling. And it's like, you, I didn't even really have to try. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I do. Because I had sort of the same situation. Yeah, with teaching. Yeah. And I say this all the time. If you listen to the podcast, you know I say it all the time. I did not hate my job one bit. I really did enjoy teaching music for seven years, but I knew that there was something more that I was supposed to be doing. And I talked to Julia a lot about this too because she was inspired. Like, you were coaching before I started coaching. Um, and she was like, girl, you just got to do it. 
Yeah. And she just said that to me over in the corner. (laughs) She will find you if you're thinking of doing something. Everybody has that teeny little voice in their head Mm -hmm. that you hear. You stifle it all the time. Mm -hmm. You're like, shut up, shut up. But it speaks to you. So if you listen. Exactly. Then you know where to act. And you start taking the littlest baby steps towards it. Mm -hmm. And you put your energy towards it. Mm -hmm. Then positive things do, they start coming. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else want to speak to that? Well, I want to just piggyback what Amy was saying in the beginning there is like, Something for me that was really difficult was I felt like I had to have, like, the one passion. Like, the one thing. And then I would find it. And I would, like, be happy and be living whatever dream I wanted to live. But now I think the biggest thing that's empowering to me is, like, it doesn't have to be one thing. Like, you could do so many things. Mm -hmm. And that alone is just, it's like a breath of fresh air. You're like, oh, I can be interested in this, 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 and this? Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's empowering to me. It's like just do anything. And if something doesn't work for me anymore, okay. There's the next passion. Yeah. Dive into that. Yeah, I think we're afraid that people are going to think you fail if it's like the one thing you chose doesn't work out. It's like out. everyone's watching. Like, nobody's watching. Yeah, exactly. Like, do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, it's like allowing yourself to be where you're at. Yeah. I feel like so often the thing that can get us from, like, stopping to go after whatever it is we want it's like we see the people who have been doing that for like five years, 10 years, 20 years. And we think like, who am I? I can't do it. I'm not as good as them. Mm-hmm. And like, they've been doing it for 20 years, you know? Like we're comparing ourselves to people who have been in the business that we want to be in for so long. And so if we can just say, hey, self, like you're where you're at. That's good. You had to start doing this to be where that other person's at, right? To see them as your inspiration, right? And so to be okay starting something new, to be okay as, you know, a a beginner, you know, but just trusting that if your intuition is there and telling you, like, you should do this, just give it a listen and allow yourself to be in that space. And they were once beginners, too. Like, everyone starts somewhere. You're you're comparing yourself to, what's the expression? Like, you're comparing your insides to someone else's outsides. Mm. So, like, you're seeing the image that they're portraying with all of their use of experience and everything they've been doing, but you don't know the fears that kept mm-hmm. them from feeling empowered at one point in time when they were first starting out. Well, it's like Instagram. We always see the highlight reel of everything that people are doing that's amazing and perfect, but you don't really see the blood, sweat, and tears that go behind it. Oh, yeah. so well, I also feel, sorry to interrupt No, no yeah, I please. feel like also a way to look at it, not so much, yes, definitely a highlight reel, but also what chapter are you opening on them? So yeah. it's like, because we, we as a society, comparison is by far the hardest, one of the hardest things to get past and ignore. And society makes us think a lot of things and we're trying and we're doing so much better. We're trying to say like, no society, we don't have to do what you say. But for me, something that always pushed me down is I never like senior year, I cried my eyes out. I didn't want to go to school. I did not want to go to school, but there's not one adult I could look at and tell because they thought, you know, if you didn't go to college, that's that's crazy. So I always, and and now, yes, I am grateful that I did go to college because I needed that time to grow up. But at the same time, it's, I always felt so alone, but I really wasn't. There was, there was so many other women, people who didn't want to go to college and were also in college. So I think the hardest thing is, is, is saying society, like, like society likes to tell us what what to do, but Mm -hmm. that's not always the case. I think the best thing that I ever saw somebody posted was, we aren't who we post to be. And I was like, yeah. freaking oh, thank you. Yeah. Like, God, because we're not. I mean, we post the good things. But I, I think if you look, like, when people post the real stuff, then that's when 
people can really like connect with you and you're like, oh, let me know that person. Like they know that how I'm feeling here. Mm-hmm. Like they get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, just trust yourself. Trust. Like not everybody, yeah. Absolutely. Don't be, comparison is what's the, I don't the know the thief of joy. joy. Yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. I have a question for Ashley specifically. It's been a little quiet. <laughs> I um, knew I was nuts. No, you, can, you can see Ashley. She's like, I see it on the board. Um, so obviously you have a whole platform committed to inspiring women. Like that is something that you created and now have put in the space for everyone to love and enjoy. Yeah. How did your, what in your own journey inspired you to create this platform for other women to raise them up? Yeah, so I think just like everybody else, I felt like there was a specific path for me and I had to stay on this path. And I did for a really long time. And then, and that path was, you're going to go to college, you're going to go to grad school, you're going to get a good job, you're going to have a family and so on and so forth. Yes. <laughs> and so when I graduated from college, um, I had a degree, a degree in psychology. I did not want to go to grad school for psychology. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So that was a big like shocker for everybody. And I realized I wanted to be a writer. And so I told that to a few people in my life. And they were like, oh, my God, you cannot be a writer. You're never going to make money doing it. Like, we don't care if that's your passion, blah, blah, blah. So I ended up going to law school, which I'm grateful for because it taught me so much. And I was able to launch Harness with that knowledge. But there came a point when the political atmosphere was turbulent a few years ago when I was hearing stories of the women around me that weren't being represented in media. And I was just like, there has to be a place where women can write and share the stories and the experiences that they've gone through. Because I don't care about like the latest nail polish or like (laughs) what Kim Kardashian's doing or like, and that was all in traditional magazines and media. And so I'm like, God, everybody can't care about that, right? Mm -hmm. And so I decided to launch Harness because I couldn't find anything else out there like it. And a lot of women like resonated with it and the rest is kind of history. So now we share like the real stories that we all go through. That's amazing. Um, yeah. It's yeah. If you guys haven't, has anyone here read Harness Magazine yet? <laughs> yeah. So the, the print issue you see <laughs> is their second print issue, but it's an online platform and it's just amazing. I mean, you can find the, the stories on there are so raw and so real. Yeah. And I've never seen anything like it. Um, so if you're looking for a dose of empowerment, go searching through. And just to like give you a little background, like I don't have any experience in publishing. Like I don't, I'm not a copy editor. Like I didn't know how to launch a magazine that was totally out of my comfort zone. Everybody told me, print's dying, you're crazy, don't do this. And I still did it. And two years now, we've published over a thousand articles. Think yeah. about that. Wow. So. You just, you have to know when to move outside your comfort zone and just silence everybody else in like those fears. I'm going to jump to a question that we have further down in here. And that's like, I know in my story, my parents, um, great people, but they didn't want me to quit my very safe job and do what I'm doing. And it's not just family and it's not just parents, it's society. And it's listening to these other voices. So it's not just quitting your job. It's like any major decision you make. Movie or having a baby or getting married. It's like whenever we want to do a big decision in our life, it seems like there's millions of people that have their own opinion. And sometimes you don't want to hear them. So in all of your guys' situations, like how were you able to you know, not listen to the negative talk from it or even take it in, but not let it define what you are going to do. Comes back to that voice in your head. You just have to listen. Mm -hmm. You have to act. You just can't listen to other people. They don't know what you're going through. They don't know what you experience. 
So just that voice is your gut telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think it's a gut feeling because at times, at least I know for me personally, my head is like, you can't do this. That's too big. You're going to fail at this. And that Mm -hmm. voice can be really loud sometimes, right? But then you also have like this little like spark inside you that's like, but this is really great. And like, (laughs) you keep thinking about it. And and like, it's almost like signs from the universe. Like you show up somewhere and you're like, oh my gosh, that has to do with what I was just thinking about. People think that's hocus pocus, okay? But I think No, I believe it. Guys, I'm telling you, pick something. So mine right now is butterflies. I and I saw butterfly. Oh, somebody else's. So like two years ago, I was like, okay, if I see a butterfly right now, that means blah 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 blah. And I didn't see the damn butterfly forever. And then now I'm seeing it all the time. And today I saw a butterfly when I was in the car on the way here. And I was like, Cody, a butterfly, the, the one dude that was here, like setting all this up. And he was like, is that the universe telling you something? I was like, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he like, my husband isn't quite on that plane. But yeah, signs yeah. from the universe are real. Pick numbers, angel numbers, 1111, 222, 333, all of these things. Near and dear to my 444. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 100%. I'll be reading an article and thinking like, I should reach out to this person and the article that they wrote will have the word harness in it somewhere. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. oh, and I'll reach out and we'll end up collaborating. And yeah. so that's like my little... It's weird. Yeah, we all have one. Yes, Rachel. Rachel. I think also it's kind of like doing the legwork for yourself. So if you're going to run a marathon, you're training for it. So I almost think like you're mentally training for the life you want through whether it's yoga, whether it is meditation, journaling, prayer, um, but just like taking a pause out of the hustle and bustle of your Mm -hmm. life to hear that voice in your head and to listen to it and do that internal work. Yeah. Yeah. And then just take the first step. Yeah. Like it's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into everything. Yeah. So it's just taking those small steps to getting there, like getting your certification and then seeing what happens and then if taking You're just the rushing next. through the yeah. day without pausing and asking yourself why you're making these choices. Mm-hmm. You don't get to hear that voice, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. When I was like getting ready to kind of launch my business in health coaching and I had started my training and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, I remember the first people I told were some of my yoga friends and my friend Lara was like, and I'll never forget this. I tell her, I'm like, Lara, you like planted my seed, man. You planted that seed. She goes, Julie, just send energy there. Just like think about it and just do little things every day where you're just kind of focusing on, on, on this future that you want. And I was like, I really want to quit my job by December 1st. And this was February of last year. And, um, so that, that was in my head and I ended up like quitting my job by October 2nd of last year. Um, but it was just kind of cool because I was just like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to throw my energy into this. As I was in my training, I got more and more psyched about all this stuff, and it just felt really right. And I would just throw myself in. I listened to podcasts, I read books. I was like, everything I could do to throw myself into this new world that I wanted to be a part of, I just did. And that way, like when my parents came and they're like, wait, (laughs) hold up the brakes. Like, you're going to quit. You're really safe, good public health, like government job with good benefits, like you've been there for three years, like you're, what? You're going to give that up and and do your own thing? What about health insurance? Like what about all these things, right? And I think at that point, because I was so like in it and so pumped up about it and I felt it with all my being, it was like, okay, so let's actually weigh the real risks here, right? Like either I, I go for it and the worst thing that happens is I fail and I can just get another job, right? There's plenty of jobs just to go get. It's like, that's there for me. Or the other risk is that I spent my whole life wondering, what if I had taken that leap? 
Like, what if I had just given it a whirl, just tried it? And I was like, I can't live my life yeah. wondering what if when I felt it so big in me. I think everybody probably has a what if. Like, as everybody's talking, I'm sure most of you have one of them in your head, whether it's a job or moving or something. Mm-hmm. And just imagine, like, what's really holding you back from doing that. And then remember that you don't have to go and just, like, say it's moving across the country. You don't have to just go move across the country. So like you can take baby steps to get there, like yeah. baby things that start to grow your energy towards whatever goal it is that you want. I can or, spin off this too, because so like talking about like the parents' opinions and things like that, but the people you surround yourself with, like even coming to events like this, where you hear people's stories and you get inspired by them and just the people you surround yourself with, like, you know how they say the, you are the five people you surround yourself with. It's extremely, extremely true. Like if you're around a toxic friend, you leave feeling drained you know, but if you're around the people you surround yourself with that are motivated, they're inspiring, um, they run their own businesses. Like, if you don't have those people, go out and find them or go to events like this where you can find people and connect and mm-hmm. just. Yeah, you're raising your vibration them. like right now. I mean, you totally are. You're here <laughs> yeah. with the people who are doing the shit that they wanna do. Like, that right there is like a huge leap into the direction that you wanna be in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for Julie and actually probably Amy too because I feel like you both can tag team on this one. (laughs) Um, So I feel like I just read a book um, at Julie's recommendation called Body Positive Power which was phenomenal. Um, And I think as yes, this is all women. Good. Got it. (laughs) I was like as women make sure there's no men. Um, (laughs) Right. I figured there are some guys who are going to know about it. There's a Cody somewhere but no, um, he he said equipment and he's gone. (laughs) I do think that society tries to keep us down and keep us feeling small in terms of saying, this is what you have to look like. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us go through life very distracted with like, well, I'm supposed to look like this one thing. And I don't, I don't look like that. And it can be really, it can make you really unempowered because you aren't living up to what society feels you should be from an image standpoint. So Julie, I wanted to ask, um, how have you seen, how have you seen that play out in action? And same within the fitness industry also, like how have you seen society kind of try to keep women from feeling like their best selves? And what can we do to kind of fight that? Because we've been, we've grown up with these messages, like you're not good enough physically, so you can't do anything else in your life because that's the most important of all the things. Well, and before you guys jump into that, like, I want to say, so like, that's what you coach on. Mm -hmm. You're a fitness instructor. And like, I know, Caroline, that's like your story through all, out all of high school and like going into college, your whole whole life. life I mean, even uh, Sam, like you've taught, I feel like, and you know what? I don't know. I'm sure we all have body image issues, but I'm saying like, I know so many people (laughs) up here on this panel. Female. Um, Yeah. So many people up here on this panel are relating to that. So. Yeah. This is a loaded question, right? Like, there's so much there. Read Body Positive Power. Can I just start there? It is the single... I mean, I've read a lot of books on this topic because I'm <laughs> kind of passionate about it. <laughs> it's easily, like, the best book thus far that I've read on subject of, of body positivity. And if you're like, well, what is body positivity? I think that's kind of important to identify. Um, it's, it's owning ourselves and our bodies as they are, like, right now. So, and essentially, I think at the core of this, because really, we, we have been suppressed and oppressed, like, as, as women, like, as a gender. 
um, in a lot of ways. And I think that one that we don't totally realize is, is this body, this, this dream body, this ideal body that we're told we're supposed to have or how we're supposed to look. Um, and one of the points she gets that in body positive power is how it's, it just really keeps us distracted. And so if you can just think for a moment, if you've ever like been on a diet, trying to lose weight, like going to the gym thinking, I need, I need to fix this. I shouldn't have this fat. I shouldn't like have this like jiggle or whatever. And you're like trying to fix, fix, fix and diet, diet, diet. Like, where's your head at? You're, you're distracted, right? Like been there. Like that was me my whole life. Like I was always distracted thinking, oh my gosh, like what am I going to eat next? When am I going to get my workout in? Stressing. I can't eat that. Oh my gosh, I got to like work out this many times. I got to do this. I got to do that. Like freaking out about all these things. And so when you think about it, it's like, holy crap, we are just kept stuck. Stuck because we're told, hey, we can't be successful. We can't find love. We can't do this. We can't do that if we don't look a certain way. Right? And so it's, 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 there's this big eye-opening moment for me of, oh my gosh, like this is at the core of feminism <laughs> is us being like, hey, this is my body. All right, and, and bodies are meant to come in all shapes and sizes, even though from a young age I've been told that that's not true. It is true. We all have different set point weights. Like we're meant to come in different sizes. Like for me, it'd be physically impossible to be the girl on the cover of the magazine. I tried. <laughs> Borderline eating disorder and exercise disorder, right? Like that's what happened. And I still wasn't there, right? Like, and so I think at the core, I guess to answer this question, like what can we do? I mean, read books like that, right? Surround yourself with people who are also trying to, you know, break free of this diet mindset that keeps us literally hungry. Mm-hmm. We can't, like, run the world and open businesses and, like, be awesome moms and do all these things if we're literally hungry and, and tired because we're not feeding ourselves mm-hmm. or we're exercising so much that we are just drained. It's like reprogramming your brain. It is reprogramming your brain. I mean, like, I don't even, I can't even remember, like, why I had this idea that I was supposed to look a certain way or whatever. It's like kids at school. Was it TV? Was it family? My mom was always trying to lose weight. Cosmopolitan. Everywhere. Right. I think this message with my clients is just to, if you could take the vanity out of fitness, like that's truly what fitness is supposed to be about. So take the vanity away, take how you're supposed to look away and just move your body. Like the benefits are insane mentally. That's what fitness is about mm-hmm. is for me at least is I don't That kind of gave me goosebumps because that's the whole, it's the just, whole deal. Yeah, it's true. It's like take it away. It doesn't matter about the look. It's like how do you want to feel? And like how is this so good for you? And it's, how- the main purpose of fitness is feeling good inside of your body, no matter mm-hmm. what shape it is, not like what your body fat percentage is, all those types of things. And it's just yeah. I mean, we're just programmed to think we're supposed to be a certain way. Like with fitness modeling, I was told I would never get anywhere because I don't have a boob job. I have very small boobs. So you have to get a boob job or else you won't get these fitness modeling jobs. And I just straight up refused. I'm like, that's bullshit. So I never got it. And I have had success and you don't have to, like, you can just find your own way. Just keep pushing and never give up on it. And it's all about just feeling good inside your body. It's Mm -hmm. not even about how you look. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, can we first accept our bodies as mm-hmm. they are? Like, just accept it, right? Then can we learn, like, how do we respect our bodies? Um, I had a client so beautifully yesterday. She was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I was raised on these core values of respect, you know? And she's like, that was a core value of my family. Like, you respect your, your parents. You respect people you meet. Like, you just respect people. And that was really important to them. 
And she goes, Julie, I have not been respecting myself or my body for the last 20 years of my life. You know, and it's like, yeah. So how do we learn to accept and respect and then get to that place of, of, yeah, love. Like loving yourself, which includes your body. How do we get to a point of not being so obsessed? Like, it's our every thought. And I, like, for how I can't tell you for how long, it's just like, like you guys said, you just worry about it constantly, a number, whether it's your the size you're wearing or what's on the scale or how much you're doing in the gym or it's it's competitive, it's comparison. And, and we're constantly thinking about it versus, like, it's a Saturday morning, you're at the farmer's market, eat the muffin. Like, like I can't tell you how many times, like, it's like, and it's like, I see, like, I just hear, I hear it all the time. Like, for example, from my mom, she wants to lose that five, 10 pounds. Cause that, that five, 10 pounds, I know you'll like, we can admit like that extra weight, will, like make you feel like a rock star. Cause like everything, you're not like bloated. It's like good weight, but then also you need to live. And it's like, at a point, it's like, it's just, it's draining to like constantly be thinking about like okay, I got to go to the gym because I have to have a better butt and I have to eat right and all the sizes, all the numbers. Like, it's just like, we're just so obsessed in our society, I feel like. And I, I, I have been blessed to have traveled a little bit. And so when I go to Europe and they don't, they eat a bowl of pasta, but okay, they eat the right amount. And yes, it's pasta. Yes, it's gluten. Yes, it's cheese, but it's all real quality, real ingredients, local. And they aren't even trying to do that. That's just how they are. And they eat that bowl of pasta and then they wake up the next morning and everything, they don't eat, they literally, the mm. thought that they ate pasta last night at nine, 10 o'clock at night, Non-ish. it's not yeah. even, they wake up and it's their day is just begun. Like, I mean, it's, it's really, they can eat pastries and they, they are fine. And, you know, it's like, and they're not dying of like all the stress we're dying of. We're literally dying in America from stress. Mm-hmm. If we're stressed out about our families, our lives, or like everything, what, why do we need to stress out about a gift of our of ourselves of mm-hmm. our bodies and so that's what I have been trying to implement more and just learning like okay Caroline today wasn't so intense in the gym and have the best workout you know you didn't you know you ate a, a little bit too much but like I'm starting to just let it go yeah stop being so obsessed just get out of your head that's what I'm I'm so bad about being in my head so that's what I'm really trying to just get out <clears throat> also those numbers don't mean anything. Like when you really step back, if someone's like size 10, like that has no (laughs) meaning to it. Mm -hmm. We just assign meaning to it. And it means, and like different brands make different sizes. Like they measure them differently. It's different in Europe than it is in America. Like the numbers that we Mm -hmm. place so much importance on that we're like sometimes distracting ourselves with and keeping us from doing the things we want to do. Cause I mean, I've thought it before, like, oh, I deserve this when I look when I look right. a certain way, then I deserve to get whatever will make me happy. We are not dogs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you don't get a treat if you <laughs> lose five pounds. Or you don't, you don't reward that, yourself yeah. with food. You like, don't keep that pair of pants because, oh, I'm going to fit into it next month. I know it. Like, no. Throw the pants away. Like, forget well, it. it's just, it's all made up. Like, it, the numbers are made up. Even, like, like BMI, all that was, like, created and, like, and made changed. up. And like, yeah, yeah. and changed, and it could change again. Like, once somebody decides it needs to be changed. And, like, I know even with my clients, I'm like, please, like, while we're working together, put the scale away. Just put the scale away. Like, we're not, and you, that might be one of your goals. Like, say just to feel comfortable in your body, you want to, you think you want to lose X amount of weight, but 
Like, let's not go there. It's exactly what you guys were saying. Like, how do you want to feel? Like, what's that about? Like, you want to feel energized. You want to feel empowered. You want to feel excited. You mm-hmm. want, like, all of these things. Like, what are other goals that you can focus on? Fitness is all about mentality. Yeah. yeah. Like, how does your mind feel later that day? That's mm-hmm. what your workout's for. Mm-hmm. And I think that correlates to anything in life. Like, the whole point of getting mm-hmm. out of your head. It's amazing how I can sit in bed and stress and be like, okay, this didn't go well today. Like, what's going on? Like, just, you know, every bad thought. But when you're fully, like, not, like, overly overwhelmingly busy, but when you're going at it and just doing the best you can and just not, like, overthinking and not so in your head, it's amazing how good things are and how mm-hmm. results happen. And then when you're not looking at the scale every single day and stressed so much and overthinking everything, all of a sudden, the pants are loose. Mm-hmm. Like, or, like, not the pants, or, like, whatever it is, all of a sudden, like, it happens when we're not so hell-bent for it to happen. Body image is a women's empowerment issue, like, crazy. Yeah. I'm curious, like you talked about a book, you talked about surrounding yourself with people and personally Instagram, like I know people have good and bad things to say about it, but it has helped me connect. Like, honestly, I met Caroline and Sam through Instagram. You guys, did we meet through Instagram? I don't know. I just meet everyone through Nina. So she does all the work and then I'm just like, hey friends, how's it going? I knew you guys before. I don't know. I might've met you through Instagram too, Julie. Then we just became neighbors. Anyway, this is not the point. And she moved to my neighborhood. Yeah, I did. Um, but like, how do you, what are the resources that you guys have found that have helped you feel more empowered? Whether it's events, podcast books, like what are some of your favorite resources? Oh my gosh. Um, that's, that's hard. Like a lot of things help me. Um, journaling has really helped me. A lot of my stuff comes from a lot of negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And so getting into that and really like sitting with myself and figuring out where that's coming from and why I'm saying those things to myself. Journaling has really helped with that. Podcasts help with that. Books help with that. TV shows help get my mind out of that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many different resources that I use. Um, Sometimes it's okay to watch trashy TV shows. Heck yeah. The bold type. I love bad TV. (laughs) Like, (laughs) gotta get into it. I'm in a big phase right now where I am just over everything. Like, I'm not into Instagram. You're not into anything right now. So sometimes I just have to go through phases where I don't do anything. Shut it off. Shut it all off. No, no podcast. No offense. No, love your podcast. Take the earbuds out. I just sometimes it's just all too much, and I have a passion planner. I don't know if you guys have passion very passionate about the passion planner. We bought them for our whole entire team of trainers. Um, it's just a so it's a um, calendar. So you're like weekly and monthly yearly calendar. You get it at the start of the year, and then there's all these questions at the end of the month. There's six questions every month that you ask yourself, and it's just like reflective of the past month. And it asks you, you know, where would you change? What would you change? What would you do differently? What did you learn? Who was who was somebody you met that um, inspired you? And there's little quotes, just things like that, and it's awesome. Like that's so, that's pretty much. I'm not a big journaler, things like that, but I will use my passion mm-hmm. planner to just kind of reflect. Yeah. Um, so tangible things. Cause I know sometimes you come to these events and you're like, but I want like more tangible mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. Big magic is a really good book. Yes. I would recommend mm-hmm. that if you haven't read it. Getting a therapist. I know that that might be taboo to some people, but I think everybody has to have an outside resource, someone they can talk to that, you know, it stays in that room. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think you have issues, you have issues. I'm telling you. We all so. have deeply rooted bear issues. <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely. Until you start digging in, they'll you come are out. Human. Yeah. You are human. Yeah. You are born with, not yeah. born with them. Yeah. It's helpful. Also, if I can interject, like I'm current, 
as someone currently in therapy, like, I hope, hope that's not weird to say. No, um, it's not weird to say. Like, everybody, uh, how many people in here see a therapist? Like, so many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had yeah. like, yeah. a therapist, whatever. I've really enjoyed, um, so I, I work from home, and it's just, like, it's easier for me to do this. I really like BetterHelp. I don't know if anyone's ever used BetterHelp. Oh, my God, but- we partner with them. I've never heard of them. It's like a virtual therapist. So like I meet up with Matt once a week. We Shout out to Matt. Matt, hey Matt. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say his name. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Matt. Um, Last name, not Matt. But like if I'm having like an issue or whatever, I can like message him. Is it like a FaceTime thing? Yeah, which helps me because like, I couldn't do, like, just emailing things. I need a little more, like, instant gratification. So hmm. it's also pretty inexpensive. So sorry to cut you oh. off, but I'm a big fan of help. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. I'll <laughs> let them know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, going to events like this. So when I started Harness, I felt like I was in this box that didn't connect me to like-minded women. And now I'm blessed to be connected to so many women all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, it introduced me to all of you guys, but, like, the Beauty Boost, you put on events. The Wonder Jam puts on events. You're putting on events now. Like, Julie, you put on events. Like, there's so many networking events, and you meet so many like-minded people. And I think that that really helps you feel, like, empowered and just good about yourself, right? So, yeah, because a lot of the stuff we do is so isolated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we weren't always like in our little cubicles and boxes. Like we're social beings. We're meant to be surrounded by people. And I think that it is nerve wracking because I even, even as like a proclaimed extrovert, I get nervous going out there. Like if I would do this, I'd want to bring like Liz with me or someone yeah. with me, but it's good. And like, oh, hey, I didn't see you. Hi. <laughs> Go to a yoga I retreat. Go to a yoga retreat. You meet cool people. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many little yeah. events. And just if you're afraid to do it, somebody came here by themselves. I'm not going to call them out, but they told me they came here by themselves. And I was like, that's amazing. You know, go that's to so a yoga, brave. Yeah. Go to a yoga retreat, bring a friend. Do the things you're afraid of. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. them. Yeah. Lean in. Because it gets you out of your head. Mm-hmm. And then you're not so scared. And then you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about who everyone else that you're with. Or if events are scary, ask someone out for coffee. I was meeting someone new every single week for coffee um, in the community for a long time. And that was really great. Sam, you're so good at that. Sam is We went to a wellness festival. It's the Good Fest. By the way, if you're looking for more empowering things, the Good Fest is a great one. to that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's in Philly every year. It's in in LA. LA. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, so Sam— It's going to be in Austin next year. Oh, it is? Yeah. In Austin. Yeah. You just, like, reach out to people. I like, do. Like, was like, hey, do you want to come grab wine with us? I was like, do you know that person? I was no. like, no. I met someone. Okay, so we're going to hang out with this person? Okay, great. I'm on my I met someone in a, getting her in line for the elevator, and I was like, you look familiar, even though, like, I totally knew who she was because I follow yeah. her on Instagram. <laughs> 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 I was like, and hey. Rachel chimes in from this. And <laughs> Liz, Liz and I were there because Nina doesn't do the elevator, so she was taking the stairs. It was. Smart. And it over here, I was like, it'll happen. God, she just looks so familiar. And I knew exactly who she was, Blair. And I did not know who she, she had no, was. no idea, which was great. And then I messaged her on Instagram and I was like, hey, that was me in the elevator. Do you want to grab wine with us, please? <laughs> like, do you want to go out for coffee in the morning? Yeah. And when I was telling Nina that, she was just like, what? You just like did that? She come? Yeah, dude. No, she was She busy. had other plans. She but like, still, like, like, you yeah. reach out. You, like, <laughs> 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 she I mean, she, like, didn't want to hang out. But I still did. That's yes. how I met. Well, that's the worst that happens. You guys. The worst that yeah. happens is I went to your live podcast. Right. And I, Nina was like, what? You're here? I was like, yeah. 
Okay, I'm getting it's better at reaching out to people. We can be like best friends. I don't know. <laughs> and now we're really good friends. Exactly. And then you've introduced me to like literally everybody else. Yeah. It, so. Yeah. Re- reaching out to people, just being brave, like grabbing coffee, like you said. And then you start, like we all now have met through, and we've all known each other. Like I've maybe connected some people, but it's like you already knew this person and you already knew that person. And before oh, yeah. you know it, you have a community of people that are all, like you said, surrounding yourself in a like-minded community of people that are going to push you forward. And then those five people that you hang out with (laughs) are, like, really freaking cool. (laughs) And then that means you're really freaking cool. (laughs) Which is all that matters. No, just kidding. Do any of you currently mentor, like, I don't know, like, an an official capacity or maybe, like, an unofficial capacity? Like, what does that look like to actually be, to be the person someone reaches out to and wants to have coffee with and, like, to give that back to someone? I don't know if I'd call it mentoring. Like, I yeah. just, if somebody messages me and it's like, hey, want to hang out? I'm like, sure. So, I don't know. Like, it feels cool to have people that you don't know If people reach ask out. questions about you, like, just be honored to, yeah. just, you know, they want to know. Okay, I'll tell them or I'll help them. Mm-hmm. Just, That's how I would want to be treated. Yeah. So, I just respond in the same way that I would hope somebody would respond to me if I reached out. Yeah. Um, so, I've had a few, like, female business owners reach out to me to grab coffee and just, like, kind of talk through, like, business and how I've done things, how they're doing things. So I wouldn't call it mentoring, more collaborating. Mm -hmm. But I feel really humbled every time that happens. And I always, like, if I know somebody that I can connect them with, or if I figured something out on my own that would take them kind of a long time to figure out, like, I'll pass that knowledge along because I really believe in, like, good karma. Um, And so, yeah, I, I feel like it's you should always be, like, open to making those connections. I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst that can happen is somebody says no. Yeah. Right. Like, where? <laughs> which is totally she's fine. Just like, she was busy. Yeah. yeah. And if I go to Boston, which is where she lives, I will probably reach out again and be like, hey, girl, remember me? From the elevator? From the elevator? Yeah. Want to get coffee? She's going yeah. to hear this podcast. Well, I, I know. She's going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> like, this girl's obsessed with me. <laughs> I'll text her. It's fine. I do Um, I did want to save some time on the podcast to get questions from you guys. So if you have anything you want to know from any of the ladies up here, please feel free to ask. Um, You don't have to say your name if you don't want to, or you're more than welcome to. But does anybody have any questions for any of the ladies up here? Damn, we're good. Someone, yeah. Yes. Great. So you kind of touched on this, but I wanted to direct you guys. What were the first few things that you got? I have some things to say, but I'll go ahead. I don't take baby steps. I kind of just do it. And if it doesn't work out, then I jump onto the next thing. That's what works best for me. That does not necessarily work best for everybody else. Which nor, is the opposite of me. Right. Yeah. So like you <laughs> plan for like years that you were going to leave your job. It was more a couple of years. And I do, but I have to, t- so I, my whole story comes from anxiety. So I don't like change. Change is really scary to me. It doesn't work well. And so what I had to do was I had to start by just like diving into wellness. And then I had to start by doing a podcast. And then I decided to start a business Instagram. And then I launched a blog. And then slowly I took on one client. And then, well, no, then I got a certification, not even knowing if I was going to take on a client. Then I took on a client. And then after a while, then I made a plan. So it's like, I, so I'm looking everywhere else, but you're the one that asked me the question. Yeah, it's just like I took the littlest the littlest things that didn't have any, nothing could go wrong if I did them. 
Mm-hmm. So if I started a blog, what's the worst that could go wrong? You know, or if I started this podcast, like what's the worst? Nothing financial. So that's what I did. To mm-hmm. piggyback on that, I will say, so I'm currently like, I'm exploring doing financial coachings, doing a lot of what like, you know, yeah, girl. I know. Mm-hmm. Julie She's my like, coach. I don't know why she keeps saying exploring. Okay, well, I'm taking lots of baby steps. But I will say the one, <laughs> the one caveat to that, because that's where I'm at currently is I'm like reading everything I can get my hands on. I'm getting a certification. Mm-hmm. Like I have my own experience getting that I'm trying to like it. look at a different perspective. Yes. Getting stuck. Um, it's called something. I don't know. It's imposter syndrome, right? Imposter kind of. Yeah. I mean, I feel like or you're not uh, I'm just getting, I, I'm getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. Right. And at some point, I need to swing a little towards Sam and See, just be like, all right, we've gotten ready enough. We're never going to feel 100% ready to do whatever it is. Right. We just have to take a little leap and that maybe more than the research or whatever. To me, that's like doing the blog or doing something where you get your voice out, I think is because you like the certification, the reading, you get the highs from it. And you're like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I want to do. But then how are you, how are you putting that into practice? Mm -hmm. So like just finding the babyest step to put it into practice, Um, which again, I just talked to Sam, coaching someone, whatever. My thing is I get stuck where Mm -hmm. Liz, where you get stuck. And I realized, like, that doesn't work for me. So if I don't just take a big jump and do it, then I'm probably not going to do it. So I've moved to California. I drove across the country and I moved to Sacramento. And then after four months, I was like, eh, not really for me. So I drove right back across the country and moved back to Ohio. I decided I wanted to live in Columbus before I had a job in Columbus. I, I take big leaps. And if they don't hit, then they don't hit, like, I'm 26 as of today. And <laughs> you can do anything. Like, at, I look back at my, like, last year, and I've literally lived in, like, five different apartments. I've met a bunch of different people. I never thought that I would speak on a panel. I mean, like, you can do so many. I was published the other day. Like, you can do so many different things. And if it doesn't excite you or entertain you anymore, jump on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so I have to take big leaps or I won't jump at all. Baby steps work or big leaps work. It's whatever, like whatever works for you. Movement, 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 work. Work. movement <laughs> work. For me, it's like drive across the world. Yeah. <laughs> for me, when I started to see big things shift and like I started believing in myself and started doing more was when I, I got a really good idea of what I wanted and then I acted like I already had it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. going along with the imposter syndrome, like so I won't even relate it to quitting or like, you know, like my, my career or anything. I'm going to relate it to like, so something I know I'm so, so passionate about is travel without a, with my whole being, but hey, that's expensive. So, and that's just, and that's just a whole, like, just, it's a hard thing to do. And I, it's something I want to do so much of. Um, my aunt just passed away and she had been to 80 countries and she worked her butt off. Like she would work 12 hour shifts at the hospital and then she would go and travel for like a month. And, like, that's a life that I, like, I totally think isn't in a way, like, you know, whatever works for you. But I think that's amazing. You've just got to experience so much. So what I do is I don't, I, sometimes I do. I, sometimes I get scared and overthink and think, like, okay, what, are you kidding, Caroline? You think you can do this? You think you can travel? But most of the time I say, I'm already getting prepared. I save, like, I already make a piggy bank. I already am picturing the clothes that I'm going to be wearing walking down the streets of Rome. I think about all the time I'm thinking about 
the pizza and who I'm going to have it with and the outfits I'm wearing at night when I meet You're him. You're manifesting. When yeah. I meet yeah. him and he gives me the rose. And like, anyway, so what I'm very romantic. Is, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear Europe. Like, hey. Yeah. No, but that's just an example. Like, whatever it is that you want in life, like, you just start living it. Like, like think, don't get so stuck in your head. Like, is it really going to happen? Like, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, no. Like, actually be like, this is already my life of a fantasy and then all of a sudden like imagine who you'll run into imagine like like get get prepared for when it's actually going to happen because if you tell yourself it is like I used to not think that okay you, if you tell yourself like well like if you're just telling yourself it's not going to really happen it will that's it will. the energy thing you were talking about yeah. too it's just when you put your energy yeah. towards something and it's positive like it can't not happen you have to do a little bit of the practical side then you got to do the dreamer side mm-hmm. and mesh them together yeah that's the magic does it act as if yeah. Inner worked, work is everything. I worked with a life coach when I was first getting started because I was very overwhelmed. And I had different passions, but I didn't know how to create a business out of it or what I wanted to do. And this whole world of immersing yourself in these kind of people didn't exist to me then. So if all else fails, I just think even having someone, a friend that's an accountability person um, or some kind of coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was coach, but I'm going to it. <laughs> Um, so mine was a lot more logical with, and like analytical and like, I mean, I dreamt about it for a while, but I was like, if I can think of a name, then like, this will be real for me. And then I thought of a name. I'm like, okay, well, that's still crazy. If I can (laughs) register the website and it's free, then this is so like, it was a bunch of baby steps, but Mm -hmm. it was like just building the foundation. Right. And also before I knew about Harness, I started looking at people on LinkedIn and I w- that I wanted their job or their life. And I was like, okay, like what, how did they get there? Because you can like see on their resume and then I would reach out to them on LinkedIn and you would be surprised how many people are open for like a phone call or whatever. Too. Yeah. Like, just a lot like, of people don't write you back. Yeah. <laughs> but some and I'm people like, fine, do. I don't want to be like you anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, some people like, I don't know. Yeah, just They're write somebody whose life you yeah. admire or, you know, wish for having their path and see what they say about their steps that they took. Mm-hmm. Is, you have a question back there? There's a lot of talk about starting your own business and starting your own path. But if you have zero desire to do that, mm. that is totally fine. Happiness without starting mm-hmm. your own venture. My, I think Nina should. Well, I was just going to say, like, what make what lights you up? That's the phrase that I say a lot. Mine just happened to turn into a business. But before it was that, it was just yoga made me happy, right? So yoga made me happy. And whenever I would go to yoga, I would leave feeling better. So that's what I'm going to spend my time doing. I'm going to prioritize going to yoga. And then I'd say, like, you know, talking with Liz all the time makes me really happy. So Aww. I'm going to, like, let's do a pod, you know, like it doesn't have to be a job. And I want to make that really clear. Like the people on this panel, um, yes, like everybody's doing something within the career. I have not done anything yet. Yeah. I still work like a full nine to five. Yeah. It does not have to be quitting a job and living the entrepreneur life. This is just about like finding the things that make you happy and choosing to do more of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or what if it's landing your dream job that is a a normal job? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a friend who she, there was a company downtown that she like, had her eye on. She was like, that is my dream company. Like, I want to work for them so badly. Like, oh my gosh. And for, I think it was like a, maybe a two-year period, um, like while she's in her other job that she just was kind of meh with, 
she kind of sought out, okay, how can I talk to me at the company? How can I have coffee? And she would just have these coffee dates. And like for two years, they went nowhere until that person called her up. Hey, I think we have the perfect job for you. Mm. And now she is the happiest person, like working this dream job. And, and it was because that she kind of sought out like, oh, that space. And then made it happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it didn't happen overnight. Right. But, but she, she kept got, getting coffee. She kept being persistent. She kept saying like in her head, this is already the life. That, she already yeah. envisioned her life yeah. in that building, working there and having her coworkers and going out to lunch with them. Like when you do that, when you, when you, you like you make, you get prepared for that life that you already know you want. But and you're right. It's not even about jobs all the time. No. It's just, yeah. But you're always evolving <laughs> and you're always changing. So just, you know, kind of. Doing the self-work to just evolve doesn't have anything to do with getting a job or whatever. We'll just keep you growing. Yeah. I think, too, like, I don't know if— I have just come out of a place recently, and I don't know if anyone else ever feels like this, where, like, you almost don't know what you want. Like, you're like, Mm -hmm. I don't really— Like, things are fine and things are happy, but you don't feel called in one direction or another. And that's when I just started. That's what I think, like, the beauty boost is so great. Something like this, where you can just start exploring. Like, maybe you don't know yet that yoga is your passion. Or maybe you don't know, you know, there are so many opportunities, especially in this city, to just, like, maybe try a cooking class. Like, see how that feels. Then check, yes, that's great. Or check, no, I set things on fire. That's my (laughs) way of cooking. Like, there's so many opportunities here. I recently, um, because I just moved, I got on, does anyone use Meetup? app meetup yeah like it's an app where people just are like hey we're gonna like once a month go hiking at this national forest like show i did one where i walked shelter dogs which was amazing i remember you telling me i just got done walking a bunch of dogs it was amazing so like i mean and i think like volunteering just being curious as to what might if you're in that place where you're like i don't really know what's lighting me up yet because i think explore yeah so so you, and, that's, and then it goes exactly goes back to exactly what Sam said. It doesn't have to be that one thing. Yeah, that's yeah. your your thing. thing. It's it's so many things, and yeah, and that's the biggest one of the biggest lessons I've learned in college. Like I definitely spent a deep deep. <coughs> when I look back to when I got my rounds of anorexia and depression, I look back. It's because I felt so alone and so lost, but. The ironic thing is everyone's lost and we're not alone because everyone's is kind of winging it. So I think, don't think you're alone. I think you have to um, sort of put yourself out there. To, so when I say like find the things that light you up, you have to do some experimenting. You have to start trying new things. Be like, this makes me happy. This one didn't. This felt good. This thing didn't. And it doesn't make it wrong if it didn't make right. you feel good. Yeah. So it's just... Did anybody's parents ever at the dining room table have you guys try a no thank you bite for what was on the table? What? Okay, so I hated this growing up. So I hated my parents for this, but now I love it. So, because I think it relates to this. I mean, so a no thank you bite technically is anything on the table, you have to try at least one bite of it. And if you don't like it, you can say, no thank you. But if you do, there you go. You just found this new food that you love, right? So... That's something that I, like, use all the time now without even realizing it. I think I made the connection later. I was like, oh. I like that. Yeah. This is how, I mean, yeah. So thanks, Melinda. Again, what's the worst going to happen? I mean, I I can guarantee a lot of us have someone to fall back on, whether it's, like, a parent or someone that, like, so let's just say, like, you have to go, you know, there's there's someone that's going to catch you. So you can can fly. (laughs) You might fall a thousand times. But did that answer your question? 
We <laughs> can <laughs> <laughs> that was like one Does anybody else have any final, final questions they'd like answered? Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys. Seriously. Wait. Oh, no. Wait. Time out. There was one. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, we, we can probably. Do you want to start down there? Every, hours? Everybody, everybody gives one. Thing. How about everybody give like one or two things? We'll start. <laughs> Julie, do you want to start? Or do you want to start, Rachel? Yeah, let Rachel start. She didn't get the call. Whatever your faith is, but for me, it's there. Community. Without a doubt, there is nothing like a good company um, being surrounded by the people you love and just getting to, it like releases, you know. Like when you can clear your head. So whatever it is that clears your head, if it's community or sometimes it also could be working out for me just to get that, whatever that stress that's been building up and just do something physical. So, but I prefer to be with people. So I have a couple things, but breathing, just like reminding yourself, like take a breath. So I'll do count in one, two, three, pause, one, two, three, release. And that helps a lot. Do it a couple times just to center yourself, bring yourself grounded back down. But then I also will just like take a second and see where I am in the situation and why am I stressed out and really like ask myself, what is it that's causing this stress, this, this frustration, this anger, whatever, and like actually sit with it and think about it. Um, that's kind of, those are the big things right now that help me. The breathing is great. I have one more that I just thought of. I'm sorry. <laughs> ask yourself in five years... Is this really yeah, going to matter? Yeah. Like, you know, like that's what I tell myself. Is this C on this exam really going to? No. Caroline, stop crying. Like that's <laughs> something I do right. a lot. And then I like to say, when I look back at what I was so, so filled with anxiety about, I look back at that two years ago and I'm like, really? Like, are, are, are you like, look at where you are now. So it's gratitude. And then like looking into the future and being like, okay, this is really not that big of a deal. I want to piggyback off of yours because that's mine. We're breaking the order. Now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take a breath. I'm so excited about anxiety. Mine's quick. Okay, two. I have two that I do right now. So I have really, really, really bad anxiety, actually. And so when I start to ruminate and start to, like, really think through things, I do a body scan. And so that gets me out of my head. And I'm like, how do my toes feel? How does my feet feel? How does my kneecap feel? And I go all the way up like my body. And then that gets me out of my head thinking about those, whatever that is. And the other thing is, um, headspace. I don't know oh. if anyone's tried the app, but I so do that cute. before bed or when I wake up in the morning and that really like centers me and calms me down. That's it. I have two also. Everyone has like five. I think we all have. Like Everyone said two. Oh no. I'm no. Two. Um, I take I walks in nature without like the goal of a podcast to learn something or like the goal of exercise. Like just I just, oh, just yeah. I'm walking. I look at things. That's all I'm doing. Um, I also, Matt, my therapist told me this. Um, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt, 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 you know, Matt, if you can, he said, if you identify the way you're feeling, it takes all the power out of that feeling. And I feel like when I felt the most anxious, it's when I, I just felt the feelings and was in it. And I wasn't like, I feel scared. I feel hopeless. I feel, and having the ability to identify that means you're like, okay, scared. What does someone do with scared? What do I do with scared? How do I mm. get over that? So just 
I think it's mindfulness is really yeah. how you boil like that down. Yeah. 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 Like that. Now your turn. I'm going to interrupt you if you guys haven't found that. <laughs> in our regular podcasting, she always tells me that she's like, you're interrupting again. I don't say that. I Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, what Carolyn was saying was huge for me. I had this epiphany. Like, when I was teaching, I would get very overwhelmed and very stressed. And then it would be summer break, and suddenly I wasn't so stressed and overwhelmed. And I'm thinking, like, why am I spending nine months of my life? Like, and more on a scientific level, too. Like, your cortisol is raising. Your adrenaline's raising. Like, you're causing panic in the body over a situation. But then once that situation dies, you're okay again. So it's like, how can you think— how can you think of that end goal? Like, does this really matter? Do I need to cause so much stress in my body right now? Or is it okay to just reframe my mindset and be like, it's okay for this to not be the way I want it to, but I'm not going to let it overtake me anymore. And that thought, like just identifying that thought really helped me. And then getting into my body, which whoever said that. I think all like, of us the, kind of. <laughs> yeah, it's just like in yoga is that for me. So maybe it's a body scan. Maybe it's movement. Maybe it's walk. Every It's everybody. It's just like how can you get out of your mind and into your body in whichever way works for you? 100% for me, it's movement. Um, your body is a system that needs flow. Your blood flows, oxygen flows, lymphatic system. And if you sit still, you are stale. Literally, blood is not flowing to certain places of your body. Once you get that blood flowing, chemically, everything comes back around and changes. So 100% for me, hands down, it's moving. Yeah, so all of these. <laughs> um, love walking maple. Um, love to blast music and just, like, jam out. Like, yeah. music always it's raises my songs. I'll just sing. Like, that just always raises me up. And then I love the question if I'm— because sometimes, like, you don't want to deal directly with the feeling, right? You want, like, music or, like, you know, just to go move and not, not think about it. But I do want to kind of dive into it. I love the question, what am I making this mean about myself? Because so often it's, like, the experience itself isn't, isn't the big thing. It's what we make that experience mean. And that brings the anxiety. That brings the stress. So that I can step back and get a different perspective and be like, what am I making this mean? <laughs> we give experiences meaning. Um, and is that meaning true? Could there be other possibilities? Is it empowering or disempowering? And how do I reframe? I love that. I have a question for all of us. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the tides have turned. <laughs> so just because you just said that. So like, what are your, I guess that, w- that could be like the question that you ask yourself or the sentence that makes you feel better or like an affirmation. Do you guys have those things that you say? An affirmation? An affirmation, a, a question. A funny one. Yeah. So I heard this one um, interview with Lady Gaga. Yeah, and I already love this. Okay. <laughs> someone was like, she's just like, I'm tired, whatever. I don't want to get out of bed today. And she was like, bitch, you are Lady Gaga. This is, what she, <laughs> this is what she says to herself in the morning. She says, bitch, you are Lady Gaga. Get up. Get after it. Whatever. So sometimes I'm like, that. bitch, you are. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sometimes I truly feel like you have to just bitch yourself out. Yeah. Have you guys seen the YouTube video with the girl with the curly hair? Yes. She's like, oh, I love her. Beautiful. Yeah. And so you just have to. Yeah. You just got to do it. She's awesome. I have a bunch of them, but I feel like they're cheesy ones. Sam. I mean, I can't even think of them off the top of my head, but it's like most of them are like, I am here. Like, or I am grounded. Like, I just say things, like, to bring me back into the present. You're okay. They're stupid little phrases I mean, that make stupid. me feel grounded. I mm-hmm. use Julie's a lot. The, is this, I go, is this true? 
is it really true? Because a lot of times they're like, yes, it's true. And then I'm like, no, it's not really true. So I asked myself twice so that I like is this true? get real. Idea. I mean, so cliche. Life is short. Like we are, we are literally have only so much time here. So like every moment is that we're stressing and have anxiety, it's that we can't live fully. So why, why, why sacrifice that when, I mean, are you going to the grave with any dollar bill, anything, any, any of it? No, it's, you're going to, you know, so just keep living as, and keep smiling. Like, that's the big thing for me too. It's like, for when you say like, lady got like, just bitch, like <laughs> smile. Because like, it's amazing when you Title just smile. Title of this podcast episode. Bitch, bitch smile. smile. <laughs> but, and it's that too. And it's just, because every time you smile and someone sees that, it, I swear it makes them it smile. Is. And then you like, and we are not our, how much we worked that day, how much we got done. Like, like the people we interact with, the little things we do have just as much meaning as the to-do list, to-dos that we got to check off. Like you're not just your to-dos. And so don't have all this stress about, oh, I didn't, I wasn't so productive, but did you have a meaningful conversation that left someone leaving lighter about themselves? You have no idea, probably, like, and that's just as powerful as I got, you know, laundry done. I don't know. Yeah, Ashley. So it depends on my mood. Um, (laughs) You know, if I'm having, like, a day where I'm, like, battling depression, I might be telling myself, like, I am worthy, I am happy, you know? Mm Because I think it helps, like, when you start saying those things and you start to feel them. If I'm doubting myself about, like, my business and the direction of harness, I'll say, like, anything is possible Mm because I really do believe that. So it just, like, depends on the day. But it's helpful. Self-talk is helpful. Mm -hmm. Did you get yours? Rachel, did you? Well, Rachel. Oh, um, I will. I started this my yoga teacher training a few years ago, but I said I said there's time for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I also have like a word I try to embody, which this year is just playful. So like enjoying things. Like we just got off the summer retreat, and my best friend Erin, since kindergarten, is a chef at these right now, and she drives me insane. We're like sisters. I usually yell at her, but this time I went into it with the mantra enjoy the process mm-hmm. and just be playful and enjoy the retreat. It was so much better. Yeah, that's good. What's yours? Mine, my favorite, so I have a lot, but my favorite that I've ever heard, and I read it in a Mind Body Green article, is I am willing for this to be easier and more magical than I can imagine. Mm-hmm. And I cannot tell you how many times I have been like, driving and I'm like I'm willing <laughs> or I'm just like come on and I keep you know you just say it you just say it you just say it yeah but I really like the word too I do that instead of like resolutions for the yeah. year I do a word of the year and this year it was listen so I really I talk a lot I and I jump too. into conversations and I'm like I have this to say and so this year it was really Maybe everyone can pick a word before they leave. Because I just thing thought about myself. Mine's free. Yeah. So every time I think of the word free, my body relaxes and I feel very open. And everyone, like, everyone pick a word. That's your assignment before you leave today. <laughs> we no, will no, be following no, up. We, yeah. <laughs> You've done it. Yeah. There will be a follow-up. <laughs> yeah. Any other questions? Yeah. No. I've heard of it, but I haven't listened to it. Especially like with your rebranding and where she is, and she goes for uh, women empowerment, like women in business, uh, minorities, uh, kids, 
which is so important. So, what, what, Antoinette? Nick Antoinette. Nick Antoinette, Real Talk Radio. Did we reach out to her? Just knowing that, like, token weird. Uh, so it. I'm like a people pleaser. Yeah. I'm trying very hard not to be um, because I realize, like, the one person that needs to be like okay all the time is me, and that was the most important thing right then was just being like, is that person really like serving your best self? Is this was that circle like yeah it was fun and they were great and you had good memories but like that's okay you can hold on to those things um, and you can always like if you feel sad always reach back and give thanks to those things. You don't have to connect with them. You don't have to call them, text them, whatever. But you can just think of it in that moment and send them light, send them love, and be on with your day. Um, that's the easiest thing for me because I have. I mean, I've definitely been like, guys, this is not working anymore. And it's hard. It's, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Sometimes you just grow. So sometimes you just have to chalk yeah. it up to just growing apart. Yeah, I mean, you're still, like you said, have the memories and you can still connect if need be, but it's just. I just stop engaging a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's more of the mature way to do it because yeah. it's like, we've talk, we talk about this a lot. It's just. It doesn't have to be dramatic. It doesn't. No. no, no. It just sometimes you grow apart. And if I don't feel happy around that person anymore, they're bringing me down like the negative energy with negative energy. I just slowly ghost them. <laughs> <laughs> For it lack dissolves. of a better word. I mean, yeah. and then, like, giving gratitude that, that it happened. Yeah. I think it's right. important, it was there too. In your life. It, it, it was, was there for a season Everything for a serves a yeah. purpose. Well, that rhymed. I didn't mean to. Whether you, like, know it right <laughs> now or not. <laughs> there. But, yeah. And you're not the token weirdo. Like, you're great. I also, like, also as a people pleaser, I like yeah. to, because it's hard for me to do things for myself. A lot of times, likely relationships that aren't great. So I kind of reframe it sometimes, like, if I'm ghosting, like, which I have done. Um, Need to do more of sometimes. To me, it's a favor for them because I'm not giving them my full self. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in that relationship 100%. So I'm actually doing a favor by, like, putting some distance or setting some boundaries because they deserve to have someone there that's, like, right in that relationship with them. And I can't be that person anymore in some cases. So I can see as a fellow people pleaser how that Yeah, helps. so I'm doing it for them, not for me. <laughs> But for both secretly. And the more you work on the inner work and really, like, value yourself and, like, do all that self-love stuff, which I know sounds cheesy, but the more you do that, then you realize that you're worth it and you deserve to back yourself away from relationships that aren't working for you anymore. I'm a big Gabby Bernstein fangirl. Um, Yeah, I love her. And she talks about, like, relationships and people coming into your life as kind of um, whatever you believe in, but, like, spiritual assignments. And so, like, that person's meant to, to teach you something. You know, and, and you're going to be the same for somebody else, too. Like, you're going to be somebody else's spiritual assignment. Um, so I always love to approach relationships and knowing that, yeah, like, some are going to come and go. Like, some are main characters in your movie, and some are just going to be those people that walk in and out, you know? And, and that's cool and okay. Like, what can I learn? What was I supposed to get from that, that relationship, that person? Because um, that's just so valuable. Mm-hmm. I love that outlook. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think you can ever grow and change and everything else stay exactly the same, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Which is scary. Those are really good questions. questions. Yeah, I like that one. Good. So we get to go back to socializing. Yeah, yeah, and fine. Well, I just want to end like wrap up the podcast portion of this by saying like thank you to Hopewell for allowing us to be here tonight. Yes. Thank you, all of you guys, for coming thank and you. like Rachel for, for teaming up and planning everything. And and all of our panelists. All, yeah, all of the panelists and you guys. Please enjoy. Like we have snacks still. Um, and socialize. If you want to ask anybody questions, feel free. If you want to do it privately, um, there's also a back table where you can get more information on a lot of the people up here. Oh, Rachel, we have a giveaway to do. Morgan, do you want to say something? <laughs> Morgan runs this place. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah. Morgan. Morgan. Why don't you tell me that? Thank you. Thank you guys.